There are three types of people in this world. Those who can count and those who can't. Warning. For the next 60 minutes, you will be subjected to strong opinions about life. Listeners of this podcast may experience explosive diarrhea, uncontrollable laughter, and a strong urge to high-five the host in the face with a brick. If you experience any of these symptoms, consult your local physician, magistrate, or priest. Welcome to Sweating Bullets Podcast. It's been too long, Michelle. It's been way too long. What have you been doing other than not being here to entertain me and our listeners that are probably giving up on Sweating Bullets podcast? Probably. But I, would, I wouldn't blame them. I no. wouldn't blame them. But, you know, I've gotten several emails like, WTF, y'all suck. <laughs> you know, it's been all kind of shit. It's weird. I'm um, like went from getting one here and there to getting like two or three a week now it's like emails yes so you're getting more emails than they're getting episodes exactly <laughs> <laughs> they get more emails than i've ever gotten before and i'm like okay well and then all the crazy shit that's been going on it's like ooh, i want to talk about this shit but michelle has not so i'm like damn it i need you well I'm very sorry. You I, complete me. I enjoy being your co-host. I don't enjoy listening to you drawn on to the same topics week after week after week. Still being surprised at the corruption and things in our government. You know, it, it just... Nothing surprises me anymore. I might have a few surprises for you. I don't know if I want to see your surprises. You are still married. <laughs> well, you know what she doesn't know won't hurt. How about that? Yeah, I'm not that kind of girl. Damn it, you suck. Anyway, so it's been, what, three months? It's been a good bit. It's been a while, yes. Mm -hmm. So, how have you been? I've been doing all right. Not too bad, can't complain. Anything interesting in the life of Michelle? Uh, avoiding the Rona. How's that working for you? Not bad so far. I had it. I had it a while back. and Yeah, we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. was one of the last episodes. Yeah, I had it, had it, <laughs> had it a while back. I'm glad I've, I've managed to avoid it for now and generally getting really sick of the pandemic. I was sick of it a year ago, and uh, now it's just like, fuck you, fuck you, a chew, you know. It just <laughs> just keeps going. Yeah, it's, and I think that they're doing that purposely to keep everybody f in fear and under control, under their, th their thumb, because it's all about submission. That's what I'm, that's out of everything that I've seen and read, it's all about submission, because what's next? Okay, so they they take the runner, or you, it's a mandate, you've got to get the vaccine, for the health of the country, you've got to get the vaccine. Okay, you submit and get the vaccine. Then, for the health of the country, you've got to get rid of your guns. I mean, it's never going to end unless Americans stand up and push back, say, go fuck yourself. With a hashtag. Hashtag. 
wait, we're not on camera, so I'm doing this for nothing. Yes, you, you really <laughs> are. But I can I can guarantee to the listeners that you look absolutely ridiculous trying to make a pound sign with your fingers. Hey, I do. I'm trying to entertain at least you. I mean, maybe you'll come back and do this every week again. Well, I do generally enjoy your company. It's just the choice of topics that you choose. Well, I've told you many a times, bring some to the table and we'll discuss that shit. Which, you know, it is nice because it is a break from the bullshit I bring. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, I I do get a topic here and there. But typically, if there's something I find interesting, you and I will talk about it on the phone. And then it's done. And I don't want to rehash it because, I mean, doing it over again, getting recorded, is just not genuine. And the listeners know that. Mm, I beg to differ because, you know, when it's on the phone in the heat of the moment, there are things I don't think about until after the phone call. And then we get on the podcast. I'm like, bam, boom. And you're like, ooh, I didn't think about that. Okay, well, let me let me just say that my life is too short to have conversations twice. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay, That's good. A fair point. Good. So, you want to go on... Okay, what are your thoughts <laughs> on crackheads? Drug, <laughs> drug addicts. Really? Yes, for reals. What are your thoughts? I mean, seriously. Serious question. What are your thoughts on crackheads? Well, I mean, can you give me a more specific question? I mean, that, that's kind Someone of... Someone that goes out and shoots up for... I know what a fucking crackhead <laughs> is. What are your thoughts on crackheads? That's well, I mean, like saying, what are your thoughts on dirt? Well, I mean... Well, dirt, Some dirt is good. <laughs> well, do you walk on dirt? Do you walk on the crackheads? I mean, do you excuse... <laughs> I mean, you get what I'm saying, though. I mean, no. like... Okay, how about this? Would you be willing to supply them crack pipes, needles, in... Just, just for, well, hear me out, just for, um, to keep them from getting diseases. No. So they get a good clean needle, they get a good clean pipe, and they can go and shoot up and smoke crack and do all their shit. Would you supply them with that? Well, can I get supplied with, like, a free shot glass when I go to the ABC store? Well, I mean... Depending on the ABC clean and store, free you know. of diseases, and can I can I go to the strip club and get a get a doctor's report for the girl that's in my lap to make sure that she doesn't have HIV or crabs or you know scabies or scabies. SARS or COVID or anything else that's going <laughs> to jump on me? Yeah, but this is this is going to benefit the community if you give out these pipes and these needles, clean needles. So they're not spreading diseases amongst each other. Okay. So here is my view on those that are under the influence of drugs. Illegal drugs and alcohol. Well, there's not really illegal alcohol, is there? Yeah. Moonshine's, well. Yeah, we're not getting into moonshine. So <laughs> It's not illegal, but it is illegal. So look, there are... There are certain substances which I don't have a problem with. I personally, I drink, but I don't do any type of recreational drugs. And I don't smoke or anything like that. But I've known people that have gotten hooked on that shit. And I admit that there are people that need help. Okay. How? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not done. I, I thought you were. You paused. I thought you were at the end of your... No, I'm trying to... Speech. Sound if I'm peeking out on this thing. I'm pa, 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 pa. Well, that, yeah, but 
don't do bah, 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 <laughs> and you won't peek out. I mean, is that simple? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so no, I mean, there's, there's two sides to every story, right? Everybody starts on their journey from someplace and then they get in over their head. Mm-hmm. Does that person deserve help? Yeah, they do. If they want it for themselves is help enabling them. No, it's not. Okay, so you you would view it if you were given the crackhead outside my door over here, outside the Sweatin' Bullets studios, a crack pipe, that would be enabling them. Absolutely. You you have those folks, and you can give them a warm meal, a blanket. You can give them information on rehab facilities, you know, hold their hair while they're puking. You would do that? No, but okay. somebody just... would, and it would be nice. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so what would you say if the government said you're now going to pay for that new pipe that that crackhead's smoking out of and that new needle that that heroin addict is shooting up with and among the other shit that they smoke or are addicted to? Do so you mean we have a PPE shortage due to the pandemic and we're going to give out medical supplies to crackheads? We're not giving them masks, I don't think. But crack pipes and needles and stuff like that. It's a new program that the Biden administration come up with. And they're going to be funding the crack pipes. Well, let me rephrase that. We, the taxpayers, are, are going to be funding crack pipes and to drug addicts. And um, the whole reasoning is to advance racial equity so biden come up with this the administration i can't say biden because he's well i can't say that either because he is a blooming idiot but anyways the fuck you say (laughs) the biden administration has granted a program or starting a program to fund free crack pipes needles and a bunch of other services to drug addicts to advance racial equity Okay, so I may be a blonde, and I'm not usually stupid, but I think I need you to explain to me how enabling drug addicts is promoting racial equity. Well, I I wasn't sure myself, so I had to, you know, Google what racial equity is. Oh, no, not the big G. Yes, I used Google. I didn't use my normal... You didn't do the DuckDuckGo? No, well, I've, I use Brave also. I use Brave, DuckDuckGo, and then sometimes I use Google. It just depends on what I'm doing. Mm. But I use Google because I figured it would give me the best source for this particular question. What is racial equity? And according to raceforward.org, they say racial equity is about applying Damn it, I cannot see my shit. I ain't got my glasses on, damn it. It's about applying... old fuck problems. (laughs) Applying justice and a little bit of common sense to a system that's been out of balance. When a system is out of balance, people of color feel the impacts most acutely. But to be clear and imbalance system makes us all pay 
So it's, okay, I, I don't. It's about applying justice. I don't disagree with the definition of racial equity. I don't understand how supplying those things upholds exactly. That. And you know, I've said numerous times, numerous times that Biden is racist. To me, that is one of the most racist programs you can come up with to have race to advance racial equity here mr black man here's a crack pipe you're welcome well there's been several speeches and things that he's done that anyone else that would have said those comments would have been canceled a long time oh, ago yeah. oh yeah but he's just he's just creepy old joe he's just uncle joe <laughs> but you know it just I'm stuck on the racial equity. Is to advance racial equity. How is that advancing anything by enabling somebody's drug addiction? Well, okay, so let's back up a minute. So is is the administration trying to say that people like Hunter Biden are privileged enough to by their have own. their own glass crack pipe? I would say so, because I'm wondering if um, his son is like a co-founder of this program <laughs> because you know he's been in hard times before where he was smoking what was it what was, parmesan because he thought it was crack oh no yeah he said that in an interview on like 60 minutes or some shit like that i'm like what okay he thought parmesan was crack so he smoked it okay i mean i mean i like cheese <laughs> I've never smoked. Well, I can't say I have because I have smoked um, mac and cheese before. That turned out fucking amazing. It was so good. Smoked Gouda. Yeah, but I think he was in this context. He was using. Um, he was actually putting it in a pipe and smoking it because you know his son's a crackhead. But I'm wondering if he. But even then, how is that helping racial equity? Because his son's white, so we thought. Yes, it's a new cat, and she's yeah, mimbly bimbly and shit. Nimbly bimbly. Nimbly bimbly. <laughs> right meow. Right meow. But <laughs> to me, that's one of the most racist things. Though. To to advance racial equity, we're going to give you crack pipes and needles. Well, I just I don't understand how how any of that can be. Number one, a racist issue, and number two, a positive effort for a racist issue. I mean, if if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about people that are hooked on drugs, okay, I don't know the statistics. Perhaps there are more African American people that are hooked on drugs because of the perpetuated. Pub. Every time I say a p word, well, stop saying the p word, pussy. Yep, you blocked out. You pussy. Out. Don't do that. Pussy. Cat. Cat. Yeah. Pussy cat. Don't put so much emphasis on the p. Just. But but that's puh. how I talk. I can't p. I Just don't have puh. a pubic hair. P. <laughs> <laughs> you're nasty. God, you're sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck you. You like me. Okay, I'll, I'll throw a curveball at you. Okay, so there's two types of drug addicts. You have the drug addict that was in a bad car wreck. And his doctor got him hooked on opioids. And when they cut off his supply of opioids, he went to heroin because it removed pain. That's 
Okay, I I agree with all that, but the look on my face is because you said his doctor got him hooked on it. Yeah, because, okay, her doctor, his or her doctor. Okay, it's not the gender thing. Jesus, why are you blaming it on the doctor? Because doctors were making a killing off of prescribing these, like, Oxycontin and shit like that, opioids, to patients. Okay, but... Is that or is that not a democratic perspective to state that the individual does not have enough self-control to not take too much fucking pain medication? Are you not supposed to listen to your doctor? Well, I'm sorry, but I don't listen to hardly anyone without doing my own little bit of digging. And if it doesn't make common sense to me, then I'm not going to fucking do it. But you're looking at back in the early 2000s, pre-Google and stuff, these people were... Doctors were being, they were prescribing these drugs because it was a cure-all. Damn, this sounds very familiar. That'll be later on in the podcast. So. But um, it's a cure-all drug that will cure all your your depressions, your pains, your sores, moles, colds, and sore holes. And so it's like the old sh- elixirs from, from the carriages back in the right. 1940s. You see, that was the thing. Like, um, I think it was... Um, Magic Max's uh, Cure. Uh, I forget which company it was, but one of the big pharmaceutical companies was sued because they were paying doctors to prescribe this drug that is highly addictive. And then once the government realized, hey, this is a problem, they cut it off. Then people started going to your heroin and other drugs to kill the pain because it's cheaper and easier to get. Oh, okay. So you have that crackhead, but then you got the crackhead that she was young, dumb, and boyfriend was full of cum, and Ew. he shot her up with some shit and got her addicted to some shit. That crackhead. Okay. So are you more? I really, I really hate that both of your examples have have instigators. I mean, people, people need to take right. some responsibility for their own actions. And, and I agree with that a hundred percent. However, you know, peer pressure, you know, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, here, just try it. I'll make sure nothing will happen to you. I'll be right here with you, blah, blah, blah. And you try it. I've heard and that before. <laughs> if you love me, you'll do it. You know, all that bullshit and being young, dumb, and naive, you do it and then you're addicted. And from that point on, you go through a life of chaos <laughs> that's the best way i could put it you know well i mean you and i both know several people that drugs have basically ruined their lives and taken yeah. everything from them at least from from our perspective yeah and one of them i'm using an example of it was his girlfriend that he was seeing at the time you know he fell down or something was her so here try this and she gave him some pills and he'd been screwed ever since like he went down a corkscrew just straight down rock bottom and now taxpayers are keeping him up Mm. and before this he was the one raising hell about people like him right now but i mean at the end of the day how does that help anyone okay i have a problem with the narcan Mm mm-hmm I have a huge problem with it, and and I bet a lot of our listeners will disagree with me, but 
you made your bed. And, and, I and I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, it's right or humane to let people just overdose left and right. But you did it. You chose to put that toxic mess in your body. Stick your needle. I wonder how many of the crackheads currently are refusing the vaccine. <laughs> I'm just curious <laughs> because you know you've heard the arguments of um, I don't know what's in it and and it, I don't know what it is and this that and the other. I yeah, I'm, many, I'm gonna sit over here and smoke my Parmesan. Exactly. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if uh, Hunter Biden's vaccinated. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> At least on paper, if not in reality. Yeah, <laughs> I was just just wondering, but. So, like, going back to it, though, I see two different types. One that was, got addicted as per their physician, their doctor, they're supposed to listen to and follow the science. And somebody that fucked around and did it. Yeah. Okay. And tried it. So, so, so what's your point with the two different? Are you, do you have any, like, are you leaning uh, more willing to help this person that was, in a bad car wreck and his doctor got him hooked on this shit or would you lean more towards a person that had a choice and chose wrong or are you in between go fuck yourselves y'all suck i i view them both equally okay but then again i'm a pretty strong-willed or stubborn or whatever you want to call it okay. individual did i say that out loud i didn't mean that uh, i heard you <laughs> it sounded like hunt but it, it sort of rhymed with it oh no you're you're misunderstanding what i said uh-huh <laughs> so and this is why you want me to come back every week <laughs> i need to abuse you some <laughs> oh okay we well, leave my cunt alone okay <laughs> i want to abuse that too but that's the one um drugs are bad okay <laughs> <laughs> but i mean truly I've got to look at them the same way, regardless of the reason that you wound up where you did, does not change the fact that, A, you need help, and you don't need enabling, and B, what kind of person are you? Are you a person that's going to accept that help and do the hard work to get where you need to be, or are you going to float on your fucking cloud until you wound up six feet under? And, and really, that in and of itself is a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't they, they say that, though, once you're addicted, it just, everything, it just changes your entire brain makeup. Mm-hmm. And that's all you want. That's all you desire. You cannot think clearly or rational like you and I do, or logical or anything else. Oh, I'm sure, because right, it's, I'm warped not... your, it's warped your perception of everything. Right. However... Still, you know, let, let's take your, your second example there, the non-car wreck example. So the, the person that tried it just because. Mm-hmm. Why would they try drugs? Give me reasons. Reasons why people try, try drugs. Peer pressure. Um, okay. Peer pressure. Um, no, no, no. More than one. Peer pressure. That's, I, I don't know. Seriously? I mean, That's I've, all you've got? I've never seen a needle on the laying on the table is like ooh, i think i'll stick this in my arm okay um let's go back trafficking human trafficking that's one yes human trafficking how about um so do they deserve help because in a lot of those cases they didn't choose to do the drug they got kidnapped and it was forced on them 
it's all it's it's got to be in the same category so go back human trafficking peer yeah. pressure curiosity curiosity well that'd be part of peer pressure no it's not you don't it, think so it is not at all no okay i can be curious what a dr pepper tastes like uh-huh. without a hundred people saying try it try it try it try it or is it um subliminal messaging social conditioning is what you're trying to say no i was going with subliminal messaging because that's what commercials and all that stuff do they which is social conditioning okay well, okay. <laughs> well i mean i just i like subliminal messaging better it sounds more conspiracy theorists that that's fine whatever vernacular <laughs> you choose i'm not going to sit here and argue semantics with vernacular. you however um so we've got what human trafficking we've got um peer pressure peer pressure curiosity, curiosity. stupidity stupidity well that go, that falls under peer pressure and curiosity <laughs> okay depression then, well again that would go under with well not depression no doctors no Listen and stop talking. I was given another. That was I have four now because I said doctors. Four. Why people try it? Four. They try it because their doctor said not to, and they got to. No, do it their anyway. doctor said, "Here, have some oxycotton. That'll take mm-hmm. care of your pain." Oh, you got depression here? Try some oxycotton. Okay, okay. Or you have these people that are undiagnosed and depressed, or you have people that are not depressed but they're unhappy they're unhappy in their home life they're unhappy with their jobs they want to feel something different i've never once wanted to shoot up heroin because i'm unhappy with my life have you ever smoked pot yeah i have okay but I know a little bit about it that it won't kill you whereas other shit's like whoa <laughs> you know Right, Sorry, but ahead. there are a lot of drugs out there, heroin being one of them, that once that curiosity gets you and you try it once, you could be addicted Right. after that one try. So you've got lots of reasons why people would start to take drugs, especially when it comes to the depression and the unhappiness or whatnot. What drugs give you are endorphins. They mm-hmm. give you a good feeling. And the problem and the reason why most people get addicted to them is that your body gets used to it and adjusts, and so you have to end up taking more and more of it to get that feeling again. So if you, if you had somebody that was trapped in a horrible situation, and in their mind they couldn't get out of it, would they be happier just smoking themselves into oblivion until they died? I don't or, know. I've never been in that situation. Or so would they be say. happier going through rehab, doing all that shit, trying to find a job, maybe getting a family, having to work the rest of their lives, and doing all of these things just to die anyway? When well, you say it like that, damn. Now I'm wanting to smoke some crack. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> damn. I'm working all my life just to die. <laughs> I'm going to sell ice to an Eskimo. I Jesus. Tell Fuck. <laughs> Give me some crack. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta look at it from both perspectives, though. Well, I've never looked gotten that deep into it. Oh, I'm depressed and I want to die. <laughs> and I could go to work and in 50 years I'll just die anyways, <laughs> <laughs> or I could just have fun and die now. 
Well, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like that 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 know, one this... country song that I know, the Tim McGraw song "Live Like You Were Dying." Where he's, I hate that song because <laughs> he's got he finds out he's got cancer and then he starts doing all the things that he wanted to do with his life. Hmm. Well, I'm of the opinion that some people cannot help it, like your human traffickers that it was forced on them they don't have much of a choice if they can bring if they can get the help from someone i would be willing to give them help whereas somebody's just stupid and went hey here try some for crack are you saying a crack pipe and a clean needle or help i don't think so no okay i don't think so because to me it's enabling the addiction well see because i think I think I'm kind of confused as to what you were saying because I think they all deserve help. Okay, okay, okay. See, I was going with where I was going with mine was this category I think deserves help because they got dealt a bad hand and I don't have a problem helping them. So their circumstances exactly put but them that's, in that situation. That's what, everything. However, this other side that had a choice and chose to stick the needle in their arm. To me, my opinion is, fuck those guys. Now, I bring that up as I listened to a podcast today, um, and the dude was talking about this very subject, and he got help. You know, he was in a car wreck, blah, blah, blah. Doctors was prescribing him opioids. He didn't know what it was at the time, because it's like late 90s when, you know, all that shit was going on. Um, But he got help, and now he's a speaker, and... All that stuff. So I did hit him up. I want to try and get him on this podcast. Cause I think it'd be a good perspective having it from somebody's point of view that's recovered from it. I think it'd be a good perspective if I can get him on here. So, but like I said, usually people that do those kinds of things end up public speaking, and that's how they make their living. So you'd have to pay them to do so. Um, if that's what it takes to get them on here, I'm not paying them. Cause <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> We're gonna have to, I'm not supplying you, bitch. We're gonna have to put out put out some more episodes and uh, and get a Patreon going. There you go. I'm still not doing it. Although I think it, his his story was interesting, and I'm not gonna put it on on here because I don't know if he'll even apply, um, respond to my text or email. So we'll see. <laughs> Do you even know what you sent it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's move on. Since we're talking about drugs, I heard a podcast the other day I thought was neat as shit. It's a perspective of religion I never thought of. So this guy was, he was a former, I think he was a former Mormon. So he grew up in the Mormon religion. And he was talking about, you know, what it was like. You know, how all it's all magical, this, that, and the other, and... He'd come to a realization after tripping shrooms because he had a religious experience after tripping shrooms. Now, I've never done shrooms. I couldn't tell you the first thing about them. But, you know, I've heard, like, Joe Rogan's talked about them. I've heard some of my friends. Oh, yeah, I've done shrooms. But this dude was like, oh, it was a religious experience. And he was saying, like, with Mormon, the way it all come about, in his opinion, were... A bunch of guys tripping on shrooms. 
because all the magical, the magic this, he's like, he even brought in Christmas and Santa Claus and this, that, and the other. It's like, you have magical reindeers that fly and like the stockings hung by the chimney with care and that was so they could dry out their mushrooms. <laughs> and he went through this whole elaborate thing. It was funny as shit. And I'm like, huh. But, you know, the all-knowing God and he knows everything. He said, the only way you're ever going to have this religious ex experience is to trip on shrooms. And I'm like, I'm not willing to trip on shrooms to even try that. But have you ever done shrooms? No. Oh, fuck. But I kind of feel like I'm doing them right now watching you talk about this. Because <laughs> my, <laughs> waving my hands and like, well, your your, your story was kind of disjointed there, buddy. I, I don't know if we're talking about religion or drugs or, you know, we got a former Mormon that took some shrooms and something was magical. And I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Okay, let me slow it down then. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm overwhelmed or confused. I think you're probably confused overwhelmingly. <laughs> I'm overwhelmingly confused. So What the fuck? Okay, wait, wait, let me tell you what I got, and you can fill in the holes. So you were listening to a podcast with a man that was talking about religion, and he's a former Mormon, and he was saying that being a Mormon or growing up in the Mormon household is a religious experience, a magical experience, and that you can only truly experience that magic after you've done shrooms. Yeah, basically. So what he was doing, though, what he was, in his perspective, was the way the Mormon community come about was a bunch of guys tripping on shrooms to have these okay. religious experiences. It's an origin story. Gotcha. Yeah, that's basically what he thinks how that particular religious re religion come about was somebody tripping on shrooms and. Okay, so we're, we're tripping balls and we're like, hey, that sounds good. Let's believe that. I wonder if that's how Scientology came into play. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> The only, I don't know shit about Scientology. Um, isn't it like something about worshiping some alien or some shit? Don't ask me. All, okay, so all you I don't know, know All I know is hearsay. All I know is the crap about Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes and, and the rumor that she was not supposed to vocalize anything while giving birth. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? You see, I agree with that. Bitches ought to be quiet when she's giving birth. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise and Scientology. That shit is hard work, and I hear y'all fuckers in the gym going, when you're lifting up your dumbbells and shit. Yeah, but that's Damn. 200 pounds. No, no, no. That's you're like, squeezing out a little five or eight pound sack of potatoes. Have you ever shit. squeezed something the size of a watermelon through a hole the size of an orange? The hole stretches. That's what it's designed to do. By God. God. Okay. The size of a grapefruit. It looks like a wet St. Bernard trying to get in through the cat door. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, okay, so let's say, okay, let's go back to early times. Um, oh, shit. So Moses put, we... stuck his staff in the Nile and turned it to blood. You were tripping on shrooms when that happened. It's like, look, staff. Blood, it's blood. Everybody's tripping on shrooms. Damn, that shit is red. Holy shit, dog. And then Moses talking to the burning bush. He was tripping balls. Okay, but didn't 
Didn't one of those like part a sea and not turn it into blood? They, because they were all tripping on shrooms. It was like, dude, look, the sea is parted. Dude, did you see that? It's so parted. It's like we could walk through it. But and they then, did. And they all died. No, they <laughs> well, then that's one less crack pipe we have to give them. <laughs> No, One they, less needle. They supposedly walked across the parted sea while they were tripping on shrooms. And the only story they could come up with is like, nah, he parted the seas and we got across. And then he closed the seas and killed the pharaoh and shit. And that, and that fucker Jesus, I had some water, but I was really dying, so he turned it into wine. <laughs> And it was good. And then he brought some mushrooms for dinner. <laughs> no, they were at a wedding and he turned the water into wine. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not okay. up on my religious... Okay, you know why Jesus only walked on water one time? Why? Because he had holes in his feet the next time. Oh. <laughs> Did <a> bing. <laughs> that's that's, that's some bullshit anyway, right there. But just like that, Jesus walked on water. You were tripping shrooms, dude. There's no other way to say it. You were tripping balls. That's not even the Mormon religion. I know. I'm just saying. I don't know if it is or not, but it just sounds really cool. To, well, I'm for, just from what I understand. Listening to this dude, the, I just started putting pieces together. You know, the crucifixion. Just is like a Adam and thing. Eve never saw themselves naked until Eve ate the apple. Right. She had the knowledge. She ate from the tree of knowledge, which right. gave her that embarrassment. And then they're naked. Well, they were tripping balls before because they couldn't see themselves naked. He had a leaf over his pecker. And she had uh, leaves over her tatas and hoo-hahs. That must have been a two-millimeter defeater if he could have covered it with a leaf. <laughs> I mean, never mind. I'm about to tell him myself. Unless a big a, oak tree leaf. It was a banana you know? leaf? <laughs> could, yeah, it could have been. My neighbor's got a couple of those. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your neighbor's penis. <laughs> I didn't say anything about his penis. Yes, that's I was exactly what you said. No, I said his banana leaf. No, you were talking about... I said about... he's got a couple of those. Yes, you talking were talking about, about the banana penis. leaves. No. How's he, how's he going to have a couple penises? He's only got one penis, I'm assuming. If I have to I've not seen to him. <laughs> I've not seen him in pornos, so I'm sure he don't have two penises. He could. I mean, I'm not saying I look at pornos as... Uh, anyway, I'm just digging a hole here. I think you should go to DuckDuckGo and look up <laughs> look up porn with two penises. Well, oh, wait. See, that would just be a three-way. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Yeah, that could be a good time, you know. Not with me, but it could be a good time. I would. Okay, let's change the subject. So, wait a minute. Let me ask this you, is going nowhere Let me ask quick. you a question. So, if, if you are in a three-way and, and you're fucking a guy in the butt and, and he's fucking the girl in front of you, then are you in a three-way at all, or are you just using the guy as a condom? Uh, one, I would not be fucking the guy in the butt. <laughs> it's, no, no. Wow. That was my son, people. I'm not sure. Okay, we're going to derail this, because we really got off subject on that. And this is, wow. I was talking about shrooms, and now we're talking about butt fucking. <laughs> Holy moly, what the hell happened here? Jeez. Okay. You're welcome. Um, let me try and save this <laughs> podcast. Let me get rain back in. So, do you think religion come from people tripping on shrooms? No. No? no. Even through all the magical experiences I just said? No, not at all. I don't you think You know, that... flying reindeer, people walking on water, people parting the seas and turning the river into blood. And... Well, I do think that it all is a is a 
figment of an overactive imagination. But Somebody tripping on no. freaking shrooms. <laughs> it was a religious experience. <laughs> Those are two totally different things. You've got a regular imagination, and then you've got one that's chemically altered. Right. So somebody tripping on shrooms saw somebody walking on water or saw somebody split the seas and saw nope. somebody turn nope. it into... Br- there, there are not that many blood. shrooms in the world in order to get that many people high to cause a whole religion. How do you know that? All it takes is a handful of people and then they start giving out shrooms and more people start taking shrooms and they're all tripping shrooms with somebody's okay, painting stop, this Okay, stop picture. saying tripping shrooms. All right. You said it to me, times. Eating shrooms. Should we do a drinking game? And just, okay, I shouldn't have said that because, <laughs> you know, we've done the drinking game before, but the reason I bring that up, uh, somebody else, another podcast uh, hit up today, actually. Nobody to cares. Keep going. Be on. They do the drinking game because the guy says a specific word multiple times in an episode, kind of like I do with narrative and this, that, and the other. So, yeah, the this, that, and the other really gets on my nerves. Yeah, so I was going to do drinking game. We can start that up again, but if I do that, then I'm copying this other dude. So Yeah, and I don't want to die. I'm not going to die. Shit. Do, you, do you know how many times you say this, that, and the other? If I took a shot every time you said this, that, and the other, I wouldn't work for a fucking week. That's what we all do. I'd be hung over for a damn we week. We all to start a drinking game that where Michelle takes a shot every time I say something multiple times. Oh my God! I would die. I would have. I would have alcohol poisoning. So what you're saying is you would not be. We wouldn't have to do it on a Friday, so you wouldn't have work the next day. That could be good because you know I could get you drunk. My wife's always drunk, so get y'all. We could have a three way. Oh my God! I'm not the condom. <laughs> we don't know this. No, we do know this. We do know this. Let's get you drunk first. See how that goes. No, 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 no. All no. right. Since we're talking about sex. It kind of goes right into the next subject. So, you've heard of the Oculus and VR and all this shit, all that stuff? Yes. So, this woman claims that her avatar was gang raped in the metaverse. So, that's going to be the Oculus. Okay. Okay, she's raising hell and it's probably my new cat. I've got two cats now. Yes, it is my cat. Oh, there she is. Ooh, she's pretty. Yeah, no, my kitty. All my kitties are pretty. All three you, of them. You have a black pussy. Cat. Cat. Yeah, but this got stripes on it. But anyways, so she didn't wash good. When I re- originally read it, you know, she, the woman's bitching. There ought to be laws or this, that, and the other shit ought to be regulated. Yeah. Where go fuck yourself <laughs> and <laughs> where they can't just gang rape your avatar when i first read i was like you know it's quite simple turn it off Mm -hmm. or remove it or go to a different room or whatever the case is i've never used the vr so i'm not sure exactly how that works but that's what's going on so i saw an article today that was like a follow-up to that so now we have a personal boundary bubble for your avatar this will keep people away by four feet what it will seem in your vr space to keep people away from you from invading your personal your avatar's personal space and can i get one of those in real life well you see i know that'd be perfect for you but if if you like you all right so everybody michelle is a 
big time huge um introvert introvert she hates people she don't like being around people she loves me because i'm awesome but those of you who know me know that i'm awesome so. <laughs> he's not he's not full of himself at all uh, folks. hey i'm just saying i'm awesome anyway so I'm, I'm not a people person i'm also not a touchy-feely okay kind so of person okay well that's good now that everybody knows that this is where i'm going with this if i had an oculus would you use it probably okay would you have a problem with people invading your avatar's personal space in virtual reality? I probably wouldn't use the Oculus much after that. I mean, so, so wait a minute. I, I really want to answer this question with more than a simple yes or no. Because okay. with me, personal space is a big issue. Mm-hmm. But just, I'm and, talking virtual reality. I know, You're, I know. It's but not in, your personal, it's an avatar it's a stop fictional character that you have created. You're still talking i'm just saying i'm trying to give the listeners an idea the people that don't know what a avatar is they're or not stupid either so they might be some libtards listen i doubt it but they might be listening <laughs> you never know <laughs> if you're listening i just called you a libtard <laughs> so no i mean in real life i i have a problem with personal space i don't like to be touched and things like that i really don't like people that are close talkers or whatever and and i have probably an extra facet to that in real life as well i'm short which i don't know if our listeners know that i'm about five foot tall and i get claustrophobic so would your avatar if you created an avatar can i fucking finish would it be six foot tall or seven foot tall can i finish Continue. Ew. That is not what you think it is. Oh my god! I'm filling my vape stick with juice, and that that is the gayest thing I've ever heard. That's what it sounds like when you fill your vape stick with juice. (laughs) We say like that. Stop putting things in your vape stick. Especially the juice. I tell you, there's nothing more man- manlier than going to the place. Hey, let me get some cloud nerds. Peach, blue raspberry, please. Three milligrams. <laughs> there's nothing manlier than that, I'm telling you. Weezing the juice. You, you will never feel more of a man than asking for peach, blue raspberry juice for your vape stick. Yeah, to put in your stick. Sorry, continue. No. I don't know how I would be in virtual reality because, honestly, I, I've never been in it. However, I do get claustrophobic around too many people, like crowds around fairs or um, sporting events, things like that. I, I don't like them. You know, I can be okay once I get to my seat if I have to be el- elbow to elbow with some people, but there's things there that are physical boundaries between me and them, like the actual seat. But um, being in a crowd, a fair is a good example, a street fair. You're walking along a street fair, there's, you know, people from one side of the road to the other, and you're just walking along in a huge group. I cannot stand it. It really tricks my anxiety out because I can't see around the people, and I feel like I'm getting suffocated by too many bodies. So, that being said, in a virtual reality world, I would not enjoy anyone being close to me visually whether they can touch me or not, it's because they would be too close visually. So I probably would not continue to use that platform. Now, would I 
bitch about it and cry and complain and say I need a safety blanket because these avatars were close to my avatar. What if uh, they gang raped your avatar? No, I'm a big girl. I got big girl panties. I won't fucking use the device if I don't like it. <laughs> so what, what are you going to do when in the near future we become Ready Player One where everybody to do anything everything is virtual reality oh see if if ready player one comes to fruition then i'm gonna be that bitch that was hunting them down <laughs> you're the bitch that's gonna ruin everybody's fun yes I'm, I'm the one that comes to collect when you owe us money and you need to go work in the cubicle box you're that little fucking porta potty oh my yeah. god i'm gonna take your ass and shove you in the porta potty and and make you work until you die Wow. Yep, that's me. So, what are your thoughts on... Because Facebook's really pushing the metaverse. That's Their next step is going to be virtual reality. And everybody's going to have to buy a Oculus. And everybody's going to have this virtual reality to go to. Okay. And that's what... You know, right now everybody's playing on their phones. All the kids are on their phones. But then... And I'd say five years, they're going to be on the Oculus, and that's going to be their life. Mm -hmm. Or the Google Glass or whatever. Right. But then, you know, it's just going to progress further and further where people are going to end up living in that world. I mean, do you see that? No. Possibly? Nope, not at all. The The VR is nice. It is something that we've never had before. And hell, it's Lawnmower Man come to life. They tried tried it back during Lawnmower Man. Yeah, yeah, Um, but but it wasn't affordable. Right. And even now, I mean, yeah, it's affordable, but it's still a buy-in type thing where, you know. See, there's where your racial equity comes in. You want to have some racial equity, then go over to Smith Homes in Greensboro or or to Morningside in Burlington, throw out a bunch of Oculuses and some free routers. <laughs> what? I'm not sure. That, I, I think that's racist. <laughs> it might be, actually. I think that However, was racist. That, hold on. Let me... Google, was that racist? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, Google says I was racist. We can't... We got to cut that. We'll get canceled. Okay. I am not saying that that is where people of different races live. I am saying that 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 is where your lower income people live, so they couldn't afford an Oculus. Um, yeah, they can. Oh yeah, well, our tax money. Some of them can. With their fifteen thousand dollars tax returns. Some people that live in that area. You know, white privilege would get it for you free. Yeah, sure. I just gotta suck a couple cocks. Well, yeah. oh, man, that being the case, uh, I see girls on the corners too in those areas. Not saying what they're doing. I'm just saying that's mm. they could afford it. Yeah, but no, I don't think that that VR is going to be the future. Now, AR, AR is definitely going to be the future. What's AR? Augmented reality. You ever played Pokemon Go? Five minutes. Okay. Pokemon Go is not near as popular now as it was when it first came out. But Pokemon Go is a good example of augmented reality. So you're walking around pointing your phone at things and all of a sudden there's a Pokemon on your screen. So you're seeing real life through your phone. 
with something layered over top of it that that pokemon and that's augmenting what you see that's your augmented reality that's where google glass and all of these specialty um, eyeglasses are going to come into play because not only can you have the the benefit of having the internet on your face of all places but you've also got this glass over your eyes so you're going to be able to see through it and see real life but they're going to be able to layer over that some augmentation so really okay let's well, let's take no, let's take that a step further snapchat you've you've used snapchat right yeah snapchat filters or oh, God, yeah. yeah they're all the rage right and i hate them i yeah. despise them but but some people don't just don't look like let me rephrase that all these ladies, <laughs> <laughs> all these ladies don't look like that that mm-hmm. at all. They've got this bullshit, and it's like, you first look at it, it's like, oh, she's cute, and then you start going through her pictures, and you find one, a real picture, it's like, oh, goddamn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use the filter, bitch. But see, you could, <laughs> you could have these glasses on that put that filter over everybody. It'd be like shallow hell. You'd look at the bitch and be like, oh, yeah, she's fine. You take your glasses off. Oh, oh fuck, i got to put them back on. <laughs> but see, as long as you keep your glasses on, you won't know the difference. Okay, well, you remember in, during the movie Ready Player One when they were running from the bad guy and they're dr- driving down the road and you had these kids with the Oculus on their face mm-hmm. running down the street. Wouldn't that technically be your AR? No, that's still VR. But when does it change to AR? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, no, if those... you have the ability to have this over your face and you're running, sprinting down the street without running into traffic or running to that light pole in front of you, wouldn't that be... A... That was movie magic. I because... understand that, but I'm still... Would you fucking let me answer? I'm going to throw this bottle opener at you. I'm going to throw your little black pussycat at you. Don't do that. She's got sharp claws. She's asleep right now. She's sweet, so I'm not going to do that to you. (laughs) So, what the hell was I talking about? No, AR is when you can see your reality still, and there is something that's changing what you can see. It doesn't mean that it's completely gone. You put on those VR headsets, or like in the movie, what they had on, there's no way that they could have really been running down the street and not run into traffic or a light pole or into a fucking manhole that was open. Like we talk about with the kids with their texting. No, you're absolutely in virtual reality because you are surrounded visually and auditorily by a reality that is not your own. Augmented reality, you're still able to see and see and hear for the most part what's going on around you but you've got something changing it or shall i say augmenting it what about ai just artificial intelligence yes that's completely different i know but do you see ar vr or ai taking over first which one ai ai Mm -hmm. okay so you think we're going to have robots in our houses and in every house, like a computer in 10 years, possibly. Do you have a Amazon Alexa? I don't know. My wife does. And okay, I told then. her that's the government listening to our asses. Get rid of that shit. Um, but no, instead of getting rid of it, you know what she does? 
She gets more. She buys more. Yep. <laughs> There's one in the living room, one in the kitchen, one in the bedroom, one in my son's bedroom, one in my other son's bedroom. There's not one in here where we're in my studio that's a clusterfuck right now. But that's the point. There's not one in here yet because I've refused to let her put one in here. Damn government is listening to us as we record this to put on the internet for the government to listen to. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Hypocrite. Shut up. But anyway, so AI, I'm not going to buy one until it's a sex robot that can cook and clean. Until they get that, I'm not buying one. I'm sure it will happen. I know. That's what I'm looking forward to. So, talking about sex robots and shit, we saw um, an article. Now, I want your opinion on this one. So, you have sex robots. But, you know, when I was thumbing through trying to pick out my sex robot, I run up on kids. These are Ew. sex robots that are... They're kids, basically. They look just like a damn child. So I'm like, why in the hell would you build a child robot? Because you're fucking sick? Yes. So I read into it. Why? It's for pedophiles. So instead of, you know, getting a kid and screwing the kid over and ruining that kid's life, they can buy this childlike sex robot and have their way with it. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. It kind of goes right back to the. It really does because it's enabling. Mm -hmm. You're now you're enabling child predators. But wouldn't you rather them be screwing the robot or the child? No, I'd rather them have their genitals removed. Yeah, I agree with that. In a very, very brutal way. But how are you going to know who's doing it unless you catch them when they're doing it? But if they're doing it to a robot then you don't know and what can you really say okay that conversation could be an entire podcast on its own because you could talk about the creepy fucker that lives in someone's basement that looks at child porn no he's not actually touching a child no he's not actually doing those things he didn't make the porn he's just enjoying the porn is that wrong Yeah, so there are a lot of facets to that can of worms that you're trying to open right there. Okay, well, that's we've already gone an hour, so we'll hold that one for next time. So, hold on. Cancel culture, you want to hit that one? No. No? Because I've got some other shit. We can, let me see if i got one that would be quick. Here you go. It can be quick. Okay, so, the article... Let me pull out my phone. Look, I wasn't. I was not about to write this shit down because it was a lot. Oh, but it's quick, and you realize that I haven't been here in months, and you want me to come back, but yet you're keeping me longer. Okay, so hold on, it's, lo- it's loading. Okay. Oh my god! Headline says it'll get hard in a minute. <laughs> Just add water; it'll grow. Blech. Okay, it says healthcare workers changed their minds on vaccinations studies say or study study finds do you need me to read it do you want to read it no okay i was just giving you the headline oh so you already know what it says that you know 95 percent of the healthcare workers are now vaccinated 
because they all changed their minds no, it's on the vaccination. The ones that didn't get vaccinated got fired. I mean, and you know the oh my gosh! So they forced the healthcare workers either get vaccinated or you're fired. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now they created this healthcare worker staffing shortage. They created this by firing the people that refused the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not going to say why they refused it. I'm not. We're not now going there. Now they're paying incentive for them to come back. That is true, but. Let's stay on this one. So, 95% of healthcare workers are now fully vaccinated. They say it's a good thing because they realize that the vaccines work. Even though we all live in reality and know that it does not work. Especially when, because the whole purpose behind getting the healthcare workers vaccinated was to keep them from spreading it to their patients. Well, at first, okay, I could buy a pound of that. But now that we know that you can still get the vaccine or vaccine, ah, you can still get the virus and you can still spread the virus. How's the vaccine having any hill of beans on the patients? It doesn't because you can still pass it. Right. But now 95% of them are vaccinated. Boy, I'm going to stab you in the throat. Shut up. So, <laughs> sorry, people. My son comes in here and likes to mock me. Tell your brother to take a bath too. So, <laughs> don't worry, everyone. I just gave his son a fist bump. It just it blows my mind. Study finds that they changed their minds. Why did they change their minds? The study didn't go into that because they were coerced. They were forced into taking it. Coerced. That's what I said. You said coerced. Yeah, coerced. Mm-hmm. What, you don't like co-horsed? You can't even talk. Boy, I would throw my shoe at you if I had any on my feet. Keep that in mind. Got two horses now. Gotcha. I'm going to shut off the hot water. It's right here behind me. I can shut the hot water off to his shower. Keep effing with me, boy. (laughs) So, it blows my mind that, one, they did a study on it. I'm like, really? Anybody with a half-working brain, not Biden could think that figure that out without this quote-unquote study that costs taxpayer dollars i'm sure to come up with hey 95 percent why ain't it 100 percent that's what i was wondering i mean you know if you if you have to be vaccinated to work there then shouldn't it be 100 (laughs) percent exactly so i'm going to go say it's a safe assumption that there's some doctors that's just like dude I can't do it because of X, Y, and Z, whatever reason they have. And I'm sure there's probably doctors that look, this doctor said, this doctor said, and this doctor said. I need a, I need a prescription that says that I don't have to get it. It, it can say anal glaucoma. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it can say that I can't see my ass getting that shot. But have you gotten the shot yet? No. I haven't either. I'm not going to. I refuse it. F that. And I'll tell you why. Well, not. Actually, I'll tell you exactly why. Do you remember in the beginning when the vaccines were first coming out before they hit the market, Moderna said, or Pfizer come out and said, our vaccine is 90% effective. And then about a week later, Moderna, they ha- we got a vaccine. It's 96% effective. And then the next day, Pfizer come back. Well, actually, ours is 95% effective. 
As soon as that come out like that, I said, nope, I'm not getting that shit. Because they're right off the bat, they're lying about the vaccine. So, what do we got? What? So, um, complete brain fart now. You were talking about the vaccine and about how they were lying and about the percentages. Yeah, and- so... Right off the bat, when they come out with that, that's when I said, no more, I'm not, nope, not doing the vaccine. But then now we know I made the right choice, listening to doctors and other real doctors, not this Dr. Fauci buffoon that spouts out bullshit and buys, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> what? Where was I? Anyway, so another thing to come out today, actually, Biden administration, they are changed, they are changing how hospitals are reporting COVID-19. Under the new strategies, shit, I'm going to have to get my darn phone back out. Because, again, this is one of those I wasn't going to write down every freaking thing that was in it. So. It'd be nice if you could have some original thoughts instead of just parroting other news outlets. Well, no, I'm just going off. Shut up. Okay. Look, I'm I'm doing the same thing everybody else does, basically. So, do you remember we had the we had a podcast on it that um, a guy was in a motorcycle wreck, ends up in the hospital with a, his foot halfway up his ass and his arm coming through his nose, and he dies, of course, but he tests positive for corona. Mm-hmm. So they marked it as a COVID death. We was like, nope, that's bullshit. They were telling us that's bullshit. They're not doing that. We got the reports. The articles are right here. That's what the articles are saying. So now, under the new the new strategy, let me try and get back to it. Uh, da, 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 da. Damn it, that was the wrong one. I clicked on the wrong one. Shit. See, I texted myself all this shit, and I'm clicking on the wrong stuff. Let me sum it up for the listeners. So what he's about to tell you is that now they've said you can't do that anymore. You can only call it COVID if it's actually COVID that kills them, that coincides with why they were brought into the emergency room, not as to why they were leaving the world. Yeah, so basically, yeah, in a nutshell. Yep, there you go. I hate you. Now you don't have to look it up. We don't have to wait. I've got it right here now. So the Biden administration is separating the two and hoping it will provide a more accurate sense of COVID-19's impact while also determining the COVID-19 is causing severe disease. A more accurate hospitalization rate will also help the administration determine how the strain is affecting hospitals and what resources they may need to tackle the influx of COVID-19 patients. So... We were called conspiracy theorists when we were saying that's what they're doing. They need to be, they need to have that shit separated. It's bullshit. And we were called conspiracy theorists. We didn't know what we were talking about. We're stupid, blah, blah, blah. Now they're saying, once again, so misinformation. We were told we were mis, misinform, we were spreading misinformation and disinformation, this, that, and the other. Kind of like what Joe Rogan was, his point, that shit. Ah! Take a shot. <laughs> So, back to Joe Rogan's point, what we were saying nine months ago that was considered misinformation and disinformation is now fact. So, my point is, who 
who says what is misinformation or disinformation? Who who's the ultimate? Okay, this is fact. This is fiction. You know what I mean? It's like Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Who's sure. on first? What's on second? Right, but you see, you see my point though. So what we were. But it's the same point that we've always had. It's the same point that we've had since the beginning of podcasting. Right. That everything is subjective. You don't have a determining factor of who says what is information and what isn't information about the flow of information. And this podcast itself even represents information. You see, what's funny about it is, you know, most of my shit, you know, I've read my articles and look at my news outlets and this, that, and the other. God damn it. See, now I'm, ah, I hate is. you. Take a shot. <laughs> I told you I don't want to die. <laughs> so now that it's coming out, yeah, this is fact. We were just using common freaking sense and logic based off of what we were seeing by different point of views and come up with our own conclusion. We were right. We were right about the mask, about the vaccine, about all this other stuff for over a year now. We're, what, two years in, in, into this? And we've been right the whole way. I'm so done with this virus. I'm so done with the vaccine. I'm not taking any of it. I don't care about the virus. I've had the virus. It ain't. It was not that bad. You still love to talk about it, though. Uh, well, well, it's all over the... It's so polarizing. Actually, I've got... One, two, three... There's seven, seven people at work that's been vaccinated. All seven of them were on their deathbeds with COVID only a month or so ago. And... All of them said the same damn thing. Damn. If it was like that with the vaccine, I'm glad I had the vaccine to keep me out of the hospital. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, well, I did not get the vaccine. I did have COVID, but I was fine after two days. All, all these people at work that got vaccinated were out for two weeks. And the entire, according to them, the entire two weeks, they were sick. They were on their deathbed the entire two weeks. I'm like, huh. I'm wondering if it ain't the vaccine that's causing them to be so damn sick. Because all seven of them fully vaccinated. Several of them boosted. That'll never be. That'll never yeah. come to the light of day. Right, right. You can't, you can't say that because that would be misinformation. Even though in nine months they'll say, yeah, we think the vaccine was causing all this. No, it'll never, that'll <laughs> never come out. You don't think it will? No, never. Hell, I didn't think the mask would ever came out, but it came out that the mask, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Didn't work. <laughs> Anyways, you ready to wrap it up? Sure. Sure. Would you like to say anything? Would you like to give any shout outs, Michelle? Um... Had a good time. Hope you listeners have a good night. Peace out. You want to be next week for another one? I'll do something other than COVID. Maybe. Depends on what happens this week because someone come out like, oh, the vaccine's killing everybody. We can discuss it. <laughs> oh, you want to discuss it now? No, not now. I've, I've heard enough of discussing from you for tonight. Hey, I enjoyed it. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I got my purge on. Mm. Not quite, because I still got like several other things. You've got down. like three months worth of notes of stuff that you need to verbally. Oh no, go over. this is just tonight. This wasn't even. I'm telling you, I don't understand why sometimes <laughs> you don't do the podcast yourself. You don't need me to sit here and listen to you spout all this stuff that I hear you spout day in and day out. And whenever we hang out, it's like 
You'll just meet a random person and be like, hey, you got the jab? You know about this bullshit? Do you hear about this bullshit? Yeah, I don't like Biden either. I think he sucks. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Trump's, but I really like some of the stuff he did. Okay? Drugs are bad. I've never said that before in my life. You said it on this podcast. I said drugs are bad, okay? Yeah, I said that, but yes? I didn't say all the other shit you said. I've you never... say that a hundred times. No, I don't. Okay, anybody that is listening to this podcast that is a friend of Woody's, I want you to email in to Sweating Bullets Podcast at Outlook.com <laughs> and let us know if you've ever heard him spout any of that bullshit that I just said. What did you just say? Because they might need a rehashing of that. They can rewind it. <laughs> Fuck can you. Rewind. <laughs> I was just because you know it's bullshit. Anyway. Um, we'll leave it on that note. Like you just heard Michelle say, if you want to get in touch with us, check you can email us at sweating bullets podcast at outlook.com. You can also check me out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash woodies dot sweating bullets dot one. That's the easiest way to get in touch with me or Michelle. Basically if you got it if you want to say something to Michelle, write in the subject line Michelle. And I won't read it. I'll send it to her directly. And I'm like, look, bitch, read this shit. Yeah. Otherwise, just whatever. Um, if you want to be a special guest, that's awesome. I want to have more people on the podcast. Yay! More co-hosts, less Michelle. No, we got to have Michelle. Everybody likes, likes Michelle. And you give a good perspective. Things I don't think about, like... That's what, only because I shut you, you the fuck up so that I can talk. Anybody else that sits in here, you just talk all over them. It's easier to do it with somebody. <laughs> I don't see how, like, your Sean Hannity's and your um, Dan Bongino's and uh, Ben and Shapiro's. Danny Bonaducci's and, and, and Tucker Carlson's. I don't understand how they do it every day. I only, I'm only doing it once a day or once a week. Sorry. I'm an idiot. Jeez. How many times do you jerk off? Used to or now? Neither. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> Quit doing that thing. You're messing with the mics. How dare you. Anyway. Um, what else is there, Michelle? I think I'm... I'll see. We went through that. I went through that. Uh, you can check out KPC's Kick-Ass Podcast. He's um, a friend of ours, and he's got a badass podcast, or kick-ass podcast. Yeah, that <laughs> actually doesn't take three-month breaks, so... He's, he's taken some breaks before. Really? He's had a hiatus before? Yes, he has. Oh. We all have. I don't know. I kind of thought that he was like more structured and dedicated than you are. Ouch. I thought I was pretty... I'm, I'm the dedicated one. You're the one that's not dedicated. Yeah, but you're not dedicated enough to do it by yourself. You have to have a partner. I'm sorry, but you you're have to be... Par- you're my partner in crime. It's easier <laughs> for me to have a conversation with you than it is my wife. I'd help you hide a body. Sweet. You want to help me hide my wife's? No. <laughs> no. All right. I'm going to leave y'all with a song, um, Kid Rocks. I think it's a good song to end this podcast with. Kid Rock, We the People Bitches. Goodbye. <laughs>